I'm from this. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, dirt, dirt. I miss that. Dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Matt, just you and I in studio. It has been it's been a long time since we've done an episode just you and I sitting here together. Yeah, it's been a minute at least, man. I, this is all we thought it was gonna be. Now it's weird when it's just us. I know. I know I agree hundred percent. And I gotta jump off right here. We got we got some things we want to talk about. Yeah. We've both had some um experiences yeah yeah it's a good a good 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 way uh to start off is uh, just calling them experiences um but i want to jump off here because you know big big fan of the show maybe our biggest fan i mean if i was rate rating fans i think this person probably is our number one fan happy birthday to steve spin cycle I used to uphold him, but after he threw me under the bus, I you know, how old is he? Uh, probably sixty two or something. No, he ain't that old. <laughs> He's about your age, ain't he? I would guess. Yeah, I I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I just saw that Megan Peden posted some great throwback pictures of Steve. Um, I didn't think it'd get much more embarrassing than just Steve, but um, it exists. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Spin Cycle. Did he have him in high school holding his boyfriend's hand or anything? <laughs> I didn't get that far. There was a video I was afraid to click on. Oh, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, um, so, but no, happy birthday to Pete, man. Yeah, yeah. happy birthday, Steve. We, oh, he, he threw me, he griped at me Saturday, so. Oh, he did? He, yeah. he got to you? Well, I, you know, I posted that I went up to Shady Hill and I got a, you know, WTF Staples. Why didn't you come up here last week when I won $2,000? So. Yeah, I got a message from him last weekend about the fact that he won 2000 at Shady Hill that night and then looked awful Sunday at Terre Haute. And he he sent me a picture of the back of his car and said, any idea why this wouldn't have ran well on Sunday? I thought he meant because it was a capital race car. So I commented back something about capital. He said it was the goat sticker that he had put on that slowed him down. Well, he ran over his own nose. At Terre Haute. It's that goat sticker. Wait it down. I had to back up on the backstretch to get pulled into the pits. So, Like I said, nothing but love, Steve. <laughs> nothing but love from all of us here at, yeah. at Me, Throttled Up. The days of upholding him are done now. Yeah, oh, it's on now. Yeah. We, 
<laughs> nah, man, happy birthday. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll tune in here and watch and uh, see what I just got here. Oh, man, big shout out here. Uh, just found out our guy Jeremy Owens finishing up his car and the goat is riding on top with Jeremy. Look so. at that. Uh, shout out to Jeremy, well, man. I'm glad he didn't hear what you just said about the goat on Steve's car. He wouldn't put that on there. No, but um, I think that's I think driving skill will help from spin cycle. Yeah. Hey, I also want to talk about this because it is it is big news today. Um, voting ended for the big Intercontinental Classic. Um, again, not knocking flow, not knocking Eldora. The name I, I thought the the dirt late model stream was a great play on the dream yeah, idea i did too intercontinental classic i'm i'm just not buying into it no I, it, it fell flat on me um i get that it's the world 100 but it just doesn't work for me the four guys voted in by fan vote so um 40 guys were already in the lineup um and i, I will say this too before we jump into the four guys that made it let's give the the other 40 do you have a list of those yeah i can pull it up but before we jump in on that i want to say this and i know we've both kind of looked at it i think that i think they did a relatively good job they promised coming into this that it was going to be a mix of your national touring guys your local guys local to eldora regional and and honestly i think that that'd be hard to sit down you <laughs> every over, local's got their guy yeah you know if you called every racetrack and said give me a guy you know, I think it'd be hard to pick that out. So let me search for it here. Uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. You're okay. You being you, I figured you had it pulled up already. Well, normally I would have, but I wasn't. I wasn't as prepared today. Well, let's see. I'm gonna do it this way. So it'll be faster. Because I know Dirt on Dirt posted it on facebook so let's see here well that's where all the true information is 100 percent, 100 percent. let's see while we're talking about that let's give a shout out here to um our good buddy bobby bowling uh, yes. down in florida for the week yeah he is he is working hard to get back to bronze bobby so can't wait to see him get back to indiana to show off his uh his bronze uh skin tone so when him and his wife trina come back they can be the uh don henley stevie nicks song at leather and lace <laughs> that's exactly right all right <laughs> this is in numerical order so this is uh this is not any way um you know who's better or anything like that so this is coming off of the flow racing dirt on dirt site you've got uh scott bloomquist no which surprise no surprise and i know there's some some argument there you gotta invite bloomer oh, yeah. i mean i i, I if it, it wasn't for him billy moyer and jeff purvis we, there wouldn't be no dirt late model racing and i'll say this even if don was still in a car don deserves an invite i mean yeah. those there's there are I, those I guys that have to be in yep um rick eckert uh brandon shepherd earl pearson jr brian shirley matt miller ricky weiss k rob which i was really excited about k rob mm -hmm, i am too um kyle strickler Devin Moran, Steve Casebolt, Josh Rice, which I know both of us were excited to see him be yeah. in. Um, Ashton Winger, Jason Jameson, which again. Hmm. That's a shocker. That I, I'm excited to see him. And I think, yeah. again, when they're talking about some of these kind of local and regional yeah. guys to Eldora, Jameson is one of those yeah. guys. 
Um, Josh Richards, Peyton Looney, Dale McDowell, Zach Dom, another That's guy very that good. Yeah. definitely deserving. Um, Shannon Babb, Jimmy Owens, Billy Moyer, Billy Moyer Jr., Chris Ferguson, Greg Satterley, which I was excited to see Greg Satterley in there because he's not traveling as much anymore, mm-hmm. running a lot more local stuff. Corey Hedgecock, and I've got to see Corey Hedgecock run with the ACAS, the American Crate Outlaw, or All-Star Series, and um, the topless super late model series yeah. that runs down in Tennessee. And Dude, that guy can wheel, man. He's, he's a wheel man. Uh, Jason Fager, Shane Good Clanton, deal. Mason Ziegler, uh, Dennis Herb Jr., Daryl Lanigan, Bobby Pierce, Tim McCready, Kyle Bronson, Chris Madden, Davenport, Buckingham, Jeep Van Warmer, um, Ross Bales, Brandon Overton, Tanner English, another one I was glad to see mm-hmm. got in, Scott James, um, and Mike Marler are yours right there. Um, they did a very good job of pretty much cutting right down the middle of yeah local regional and then the the big tours and for a couple of them here let me let me pull up this sheet as well because this is important for a few of them before people start you know getting upset or or sharing their their thought processes of who was in who should have who was out um the ones that could not compete that had a reason they couldn't compete tyler herb 12 month subscription subscription suspension suspension from dirt car so cannot compete um brian burkhofer had no race car available insane Dwayne chamberlain was unable to race ricky thornton jr is racing as modified at the boone nationals jimmy mars had other commitments and Cade dillard had a family commitment so take those guys those six off the list right now that would that were guys that i can't say all six of those were automatic ends but turbo would have been two or three of those guys were, were were locks um so that was the 40 there. Now, looking at who is that that next four that's in by the fan vote. And this is by order um, of how they came out in the votes. Uh, Zach Mitchell uh, is the first one in. Um, Spencer Hughes, second. Our own Hudson O'Neill uh, gets in in third. And then Ryan King. So wow. some, some young guys, but some guys yeah. that are making some noise. So as critical as I have been of this whole dirt lab model stream and the ryan king i believe drives a 1g car i believe you're right yeah for uh um it's a chassis car i can't even uh it's warrior warrior race cars yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i can see the car it's white I could car too. yeah <laughs> it's a it's a warrior <laughs> warrior yeah. chassis car but um that scott james actually drove that car at one time did he really i didn't yeah. realize that yeah but I, I, as critical as we've been, and, and in my opinion, rightfully so, going all the way back to the Dome last year and how these invites work, and you, you're, you're never going to get what everybody wants. You can't take 44 guys and do it. Um, There's going to be a whole bandwagon upset because I didn't hear one name. <laughs> I, who? It drives a 28 car, I believe. Oh, that poor white boy from West Virginia? Mm with the three hundred thousand dollar tow rig okay um and uh but (laughs) i i gotta i gotta give credit like normally i'm very very critical and yes there are some guys that were left out um you know obviously i've you you talk about the 1g there with um with ryan king but 
I'd love to see our own one G. I think yeah. Devin has a chance. I think he's I think he's hitting it well in uh, the stuff with his grandpa with that rocket, and yep. I would have loved to have seen him there competing. But I can't I can't hammer on Flo and and Eldora for what they've put together. There's so many. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you yes. know, I don't care what every region you go to. There's going to be somebody saying that their local guy should have got in, and you know, Devin's our local guy. You know here, and, and I go back to you know because I, I was talking to some guys the other day, and you know they were all over the whole, you know, Bloomer shouldn't be an invite. I get he's having a terrible year, but there comes a point, you know, similar to like when Michael Jordan was in the NBA. He's an NBA all-star player, yes. no matter how long he plays for. You put him in the game. That's exactly right. Bloomquist goes until he hangs it up. And, I, and, I'm, I not a, and I, I'm not a Bloomer fan. I, I But I 100% I'm, agree with you because if you... But I'll say the same about Billy Moyer. I'd say the same. I mean, But Billy's coming on. Yeah, Billy... That, I, I would say the same about Billy being invited in. Billy's racing well, so that yes. he should be there no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah, I bet... I'm pretty actually satisfied. Like I said, they got big names they got smaller names and and i think they've got a mix of some of these smaller guys maybe able to mix it up because they're doing you know that be a surprise that eldora point system it's going to depend a lot on you know how you draw early and how you yeah. race through thursday and friday um so so it definitely i think is um be exciting it, it should be a it should be a good show for sure yep all right i'm gonna i'm gonna throw to you first because i've kind of let off here on the couple topics but you had a you, You've well, we've not talked about a several races that you've been to. Um, so where do you want to start on your most recent adventures? Uh, last Sunday went to Terre Haute with the P three racing shirts.com Indiana Pro Late Model Series. And uh eighteen, those guys made the travel over to Terre Haute on the big track and uh it was pretty entertaining. You know, we joked about Peden, but uh you know, he's a he's a factor over there, Tyler oh, Kane. Yeah. You know, Tyler has won Sunday was his fourth time there, and he's won the three before he showed up that day. But Greg Johnson uh, got in his buddy um, – I can't think of his first name now. Dylan Norman's the son that usually drives the car in the 22N, the black and green 22N. Mm -hmm. But uh, Greg climbed down in that thing and uh, led every lap. Tyler Kane gave him a, a pretty good battle there, but Greg held him off and says the first win for that car. So I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and – just thinking about that, you know, with with Greg Johnson, he's ran very, very well in the Super here um, locally, and um, you know, won races at at Brownstown this year. But I, I still think it's got to be wild jumping from. I almost think it, it, drivers would probably argue with me, but none are here tonight to argue with me. But I would think it's almost harder to go from a Super back down to a crate than from a crate to a Super. I do too, because you're so used to you having that extra power when you need it to to, to get yourself out of yeah. trouble and i mean a crate car it's all it's like a go-kart it's, it's momentum, momentum. Yeah. yeah it's it's consistency and momentum um, but greg come up and set uh you know the tower at Terre Haute to the inside of the racetrack and uh after he won he asked if he could hang out there and watch the sprint cars because they raced after the late models and uh just with conversation asked greg if he'd ever raced a sprint car and he said that he worked for uh, the risky brisky driving school mm -hmm. and that he warmed up the sprint cars and then he flat floored me i mean i probably picked my job but he told me that before he was racing he went and crewed for steve kinsler in, in australia that you know can you, you imagine that i mean oh, i know i mean that's i mean and i know you realize this but that is 
that's crewing for Bloomer, Purvis, Boyer. I mean, that oh, yeah. is that is the same level. And, and if you're a, if you're just a NASCAR fan, that's crewing for Earnhardt, Gordon. That's yeah, the Andrettis and and in the car like that. He he is the guy, the I king. Mean, I mean, but, <laughs> period. You know, everybody listens to us a lot, and you know, you know, Greg Johnson's one of my favorites, and uh, that kind of boosted him up a step. You know, I was like, holy cow, you know, you, you've accomplished that before he ever got in the driver's seat. You know, he was doing that stuff. Well, I like him a lot more now. Well, I figured you would. Yeah, yeah. He, he he moved up yeah. my list a ton. <laughs> uh, transition there. Speaking about sprint cars, uh, to kind of jump back and forth here a little bit. Got to give a shout out. I made him the Wheelman Wednesday tonight, but huge shout out. Joss Moffat, yes. man, buddy of the show and a good friend of mine, goes over to Lawrenceburg Saturday night, man. It, and it's been it's been a tough year for for Joss. And I jokingly, I told him it must have been his bad luck charm wasn't with him. You know, the night yeah. I go over there with him during Indiana Midget Week, um, you know, bad luck hit him. Um, and, I'm sure he didn't tell you he was going to Lawrenceburg until he's already there, did he? I think he knew I was going to Tennessee and he knew he was safe, so <laughs> he didn't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, he told me after that night, he's like, you can come anytime you want, but I've not gotten a formal invite again. Uh, but no, but Josh goes over there, wins the Dick Games Memorial, which obviously... Oh, very cool. Yeah, for him, you know, and, and what his family, what yeah. what the gains have been in, in sprint car racing, what... Uh, Joss and his dad have been yeah. for him to pick up the Dick Gaines Memorial is just awesome and and you know for everybody that knows Billy Moffat when you see the picture in Victory Lane if you go to the Throttled Up Facebook page you can see it it is classic Billy he's thrown up on the right rear cigarette hanging off his knee um, looks exhausted still doesn't really look happy but um, but he's there I don't I don't think Billy ever smiles <laughs> and, that's probably the biggest win in Joss's career and, and I would say it's yeah. one of those up there for sure and yeah. uh, so yeah, I just say for a guy that has struggled, I know they tore that car all the way down, you know, and rebuilt the thing, and and people don't understand. I mean, it's easy to look at some of these guys and say, oh well, that's no big deal. You know, Joss is again another guy that's working a full time job, you know, trying to get this car back together. Finances, I mean, it's not an unlimited budget, so when things like that happen, it it's a struggle for these guys, and for him to be able to come back and um and get that win because i know he knew they had speed when i was there with him just again bad luck ran into oh, him yeah. hey also while we're still on Terre Haute a little bit there i do want to give a shout out to morgan peden uh, steve's sister tyler neal's fiance you know we go we travel with that series a lot of times we don't have the communication to you know to get lineups back to the drivers like we do you know at brownstown and uh morgan really stepped up and she made sure all the drivers knew you know what heat races to be in what where he's going to be line up in the feature so she kind of took that role of you know being a pit steward and helping our guys out so opportunity here i want to give her a big shout out and a thank you for doing that so did tyler start on the pole of every heat and feature he did not wow yeah wow i mean i've seen her be a track official before um it was there at the backyard go-karting and it seemed like that steve and tyler had some favoritism see again morgan I'm being fair. Dustin's being mean. I'm just saying. I mean, Zach Burton gets on the pole, and all of a sudden we're inverting the entire field. Just, I mean, I'm just saying what I witnessed. So I, I didn't know if there was if she threw any inverts in there in the no, heat race. No, or, no, no, no inverts. No, Morgan, and, and that again goes back to you know the whole idea of the racing family and racing community, and you know people step up that that don't have to, but it just makes it better for all of us it helps a whole lot so 
you let's go to this weekend because <laughs> had the we've plan. been off for two weeks. This is this is kind of wild for. I had the plan to go to Richmond to see the Butterball Memorial down there. Uh, Twenty thousand to win. There's going to be some big names. I think the entire state of Kentucky was rained on. Yeah, yeah, it was. It rained on me the entire way to Tennessee, but didn't rain in Tennessee. So found out that uh, the rowdy cowboy there, Robert Rainey, was heading up to Shady Hill Speedway to to try racing up there. Him or Isaac, neither had seen the racetrack, so it was decided that we'd travel up there. On the way up here, we thought it was the only race car we would know there. We ended up knowing Lee Hobbs in a Superstock who was up there also. Lee has raced it at Brownstown some. So we, we knew two cars out of all of them there that night. And uh, it was kind of an exciting evening, you know. Robert, uh, pretty proud of that boy, kind of trying to spread his wings and, and get as much experience as he can. You know, another racetrack with a wall, which something, you know, if he's at Brownstown, he's not going to be used to. So I, it was pretty cool. You know, and I want to ask this, and I it would have been a great question to ask when Robert was on, but I didn't really think about it until now. Do you think the fact that, you know, he he's buddies with all those guys, Jordan Weaver and, and Braden and all those other guys that have been racing a little bit longer, do you think kind of that, and I'm not saying peer pressure because I know those guys know how it is and it's not like they're sitting over his shoulder going, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go, but seeing those guys pick up some wins and some things – I think it accelerates Robert a little bit. I'm not taking away from his talent or what he's done, but I think he pushes himself a little bit more. I think that, but I'm going to say this, and I, I I hope he takes it the right way because I want him to still be able to put his cowboy hat on. But I think Robert has some actual pure talent for a kid that has been in the car there only. went the cowboy hat. Yeah, only four times. I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, he does some things that you're thinking you shouldn't be able to do that yet. And uh, I mean, I, me and Isaac talked at the racetrack. I mean, I was I was thoroughly impressed with that. So, uh, like he called out me with uh, making fun of Morgan Peden there, um, Jordan and Braden. I just want to say that Matt is saying that you neither one have natural talent. I never said uh, that. <laughs> They've no. raced a little bit more than four times. <laughs> no, no, but I agree. I, I I do think he's got talent. I'm not taking away from Robert that. led two laps of the feature. At I, Shady, I did see that at Shady Hill. So, and I'm not taking that away from him. I just I think that he's got a chip on his shoulder yeah. in a way that yes, I got something to go prove. Um, no matter how many times all of us or anybody else says, "Man, just learn, just get." He's pushing the needle faster than, and I'm not saying he's making mistakes by doing that, but he's pushing it, accelerating it faster well, than others would. You know, he's he's made mistakes, but it's to be expected. Absolutely. You know, I'm. But I was I have been impressed with him. You know, I've want, went and watched him. You know, went down to Ponderosa and watched him. Went up there at Shady Hill, and he uh, he's pretty impressive. I you know I, I hope he has a very long career in a, in a late model. So how was Shady Hill Speedway? Well, Robert's mom Jennifer pointed out where the Shady Hill was, and it's the grandstands because it was actually shaded. But uh, first racetrack I ever set at, and right behind the back stretch was a cornfield. And when you turn off the road onto the entrance to the racetrack, there's a sign in the pond outside of turn two that says, Welcome to Shady Hill. I'd never seen nothing like that either. In in the water. You know, I almost wish I, I would have done some recording because, I mean, it, and I would go back tomorrow and watch another racer. I mean, I really would. 
the road trip up there was pretty cool. You right know, on the the border there of Indiana and Michigan. Twenty seven miles from Lake Michigan is pretty close. Rough guesstimation there of twenty seven miles. Yeah, so it was. Never knew the racetrack existed until you know the rowdy cowboy said he was going. And, and, and I, apparently, I didn't hear about it when Pete Winifred won two thousand. <laughs> well, you didn't get the local newspaper. <laughs> They put it out in smoke signals on Sunday morning. I quit paying attention to him after he threw me on the bus. See? Oh, I yeah. yeah. That'll happen to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, so mine, um, obviously, we've been following the American Crate All-Star Series and doing their shows, and I, I do not want this to come across as a negative at all. It's not. Um, was down at Mountain View Raceway this Saturday night, and first of all, I don't want if the racetrack would ever hear this, I don't want them to take this as negative at all because I've heard what that place was. It sat abandoned for 10 years, had not been ran. This family came in and bought it. And I will tell you, the upgrades they are making are unbelievable. Um, putting in tiered parking, you know, it's great. Um, you can definitely tell the care that they've started to put in. Not well set up for filming but before i get to that i did see one of the coolest things there that i will give some credit to and it is a i mean it's a bull ring it's a small bull ring but instead of a water truck they had ran um yard sprinkler heads like the actual automatic sprinklers all the way around the track outside on the fence and on the inside and they could legitimately control with some valves we just want to water turns two and three or one and two three and four and where's that a stretch. bad idea it's that's, not that's awesome no it's it's ingenious yes and how they keep from running up like if they went to the infield during the race how they keep from tearing up that did they pop up yeah those were all in the ground okay the outside okay. ones were on the fence hanging on the fence and then those were in the ground um but that yeah it's awesome <laughs> it was because i'm sitting there and i'm looking around at the equipment and stuff i'm like they don't I don't have a water truck <laughs> and then i looked down because i was looking for power i'll get into that story here in a minute and there's this big like it's underground water tubing that's running around the outside of the fence i'm like what is that when all of a sudden they all kick on the whole racetrack's getting watered i'm like that's ingenious that is amazing that is so they can water the track in no time and then like even as they were rolling it in uh three and four was really drying out faster the sun was kind of hitting yeah. three and four more than one and two we just turned on the water in three and four and rolled that back in and the race surface so like when i when i talk about how it's not set up for filming what they are doing is amazing they're they're well, putting in a ton of good stuff and they got that nice red clay down there oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's and it was a it was a great racetrack great racing um you know very very exciting racing uh but when i go back to not being set up for filming and this is part of it you know like you said when you guys travel and go to Terre Haute, things aren't always the way you're used to yes and and in what we do you know you get down you're walking into racetracks you've never seen before and you just got to kind of figure it out and never been here i'd been to crossfold you know several of them right around there but i pull in i'm looking around i'm like i'm pretty confident that's the tower over in the pits on the backstretch i'm like all right so that, the officials have to be wore out you're that close to the guys that want to come up and complain oh I, that's exactly one thing i thought so then i'm looking and they got a real nice scale house they built over there full building and everything i'm like hell 
that's that's like in turn two and I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out and so i i get over there and i'm like yeah that's where they're announcing and i'm like but there's nowhere to set up no platform even the stairs that went up to the tower there wasn't even like a a four by four platform when you got to the top it was just step in the door like so i'm like well i can't set up a tripod here and film like even so needless to say we had to just go with the nat sound for the night um so if anybody was looking for an announcer they were <clears throat> unavailable so i the i find a lady and she's like oh no you, you can set up at the top of the grandstands okay no big deal um you know i we've done that before so i i start carrying all my equipment up there and I'm looking around for power and I'm looking around for power and I'm looking at, I, I can't find an outlet. I mean, I'm all around the bathrooms. Obviously the bathrooms have power, but nothing on the exterior of a building all around the concession stand. Nothing. Cannot find it. Finally, I find this lady and I say, do you know where there is power down here? She goes, well, yeah, hon, you got to pull the Coke machine out and <laughs> unplug the Coke machine. And, and it was hilarious the way she said it. Like, everybody else in tennessee knew when you come to mountain valley raceway you pull the coke machine out and unplug it and you plug in your camera and i'm like okay and that's what i did i unplugged the coke machine and we had a great night great filming uh well that probably helped the concession stand out because you had to buy the pop (laughs) yeah you couldn't go get one of the the coke machine but no i mean it, it is really really nice and uh they've done a ton of work new concrete everywhere um love that they park you and i'm very blessed that they let me get up a little bit closer but they have a whole row of parking right next to the raceway that is handicap and veteran only very so cool you, you get to come up there and i love to the the way it sits with the bull ring they actually bring the winner back around and right where the bathrooms are right off to the side of the grandstands is their victory lane they've got nice gates right there so they pull them up there but all the fans can come down it, it looks almost like a nascar or an indycar victory lane really? all the fans can come down out of the stands they're still separated from the driver the photographer can still get all his pictures but they can interact with the drivers that's right very there. cool and it, it was that was one of the coolest things so i don't want him to think i'm being negative the the sprinklers for the water truck is ingenious and the victory lane was was really really cool so I got a couple more things up here at Shady Hill that kind of took me back to the old school. They stopped and got their picture taken for their heat race wins. Oh, really? The flagman would give them the checkered flag, and he'd take their picture on the front stretch, you know, in the car. And when they won a feature, they would run the uh, Polish victory lap and go backwards. I have not seen that since I was a teenager. That's awesome. So that that was pretty cool. And also, I got a plug-in for us while I was at the North-South by accident sitting in the grandstands doing what i do when i watch a race i'm announcing oh yeah the personal race. announcer david webb rolls out races at brownstown quite a bit so i announced you know david webb like i would at brownstown gentleman in front of me turns around kind of gives me a look you know and asks me where where did i say he was from and then uh i tell him i'm the, the announcer at brownstown and he asks if i have a facebook page i'm like no i don't have facebook i said but you know me and my buddy do this show so you know he's shown the the picture of the of, of our page there takes a picture of it so he makes sure he has it so i think we have a new listener in, in Ten- he's in tennessee but uh we've kind of broadened our, our horizons a little bit there because he was overhearing me announcing the grandstands like everybody that sits around me does you know here that is awesome and i will say this while i may be a terrible bad luck charm for um joss moffett 
I think every race I go to for this ACAS, Randy Weaver shows up and the Dream know, Weaver, Randy the Dream Weaver, and he's undefeated at American Crate All Star Series races. He doesn't race the whole series, but when he shows up, he wins. Oh, you can't touch him. I mean, he is. He's still in the one sixteen, or in a different car. One sixteen. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that blue and white. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's a gorgeous machine and. Um, you know, Crossville's his home track, mm-hmm. but man, I've seen him at Volunteer. He is tough to beat there. Smoky Mountain, all of those East Tennessee tracks. When well, I've Randy told you before, you know, my, my family's from Crossville, so I have been to, to that racetrack at Crossville many times. So. Yeah, yeah. I I was hoping that you had some family down there that was maybe a um, uh, a police officer. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little little too much on the gas on the mm. way home but hey shout out to uh i don't even know the officer's name but shout out i mean honestly uh livingston pd there in tennessee i mean shout out to the guy i mean he was awesome um you know very very good to work with and, and I, I i was in the wrong i mean i i was uh, yeah, you told me the story monday and uh, you know with that's what i do for a living you very seldom ever hear the guy say you got me you know <laughs> it was like when he came up and he said you know how fast you're doing no i really don't i mean he's like 47 and a 30 ah well yeah i don't have an excuse so let's just do what we gotta do uh but no he was he was great and a good guy and and you know um he sat honestly sat there on the side of the road and talked to me a lot about racing and what we were doing so very cool and and i told him point blank man i was in indiana plate he could have uh he could have had had lunch with me and and been done and but it was, it was nice but the funny thing that i joke about it being your family which i told you my six-year-old said <laughs> when i got home sunday and was asking about me getting pulled over said you know dad it would be a lot better if officer staples just pulled you over all the time and i said that would be great um unfortunately <laughs> that's not the way the world works yeah uh, but for a six-year-old that would have just been so much easier if you could have pulled me over every time yeah yeah that i mean that would work but it was similar. This guy had full sleeve tattoos, um, so it was a similar experience. Well, I mean, he might have been related to me then. He so. might have been. <laughs> so looking ahead, um, this weekend we got if, yeah. if the hurricane stays away. Yeah, if yeah, the, and, and I'm and, not talking EPJ. No, and I do want to say this, man. That that thing right now looks nasty, yes. and that you know that East Texas Louisiana area. You know, we've seen what has happened to houston a few years ago and louisiana and those kind of things and um you know just hope the best for them yeah prayers going out to those people because that is a scary scary situation and obviously for us you know we're just hoping it doesn't affect our weekend of racing but for them that's life and death and definitely thinking about them but if it don't race friday night me and uh, jamie and mark uh race and rob gonna go down to flag but we're all gonna go down to thunder valley and do the uh p3racingshirts.com and the Interpro late model series down there so that that'll be a fun friday night Get and you watch. guys uh if you're interested in watching that too if you can't make it to thunder valley um we encourage you to get down and go to thunder valley but really cool deal that ryan bowling um set up with dirt to media if you are a monthly subscriber this isn't a a pay-per-view on top of that if you're a monthly subscriber to 
uh, dirttomedia.tv, one of the VIP subscriptions, you get all of the racing at Thunder Valley live for free. It's part of your subscription. So every Friday night that they're on, uh, we'll be doing a live feed from down there. So you can catch all of the Indiana Pro Late Model Series live uh, on dirttomedia.tv with your VIP subscription. So pretty cool stuff. I think it'll be entertaining. Yeah, I think it'll be a great race. And then Saturday, if it doesn't rain... I will have the Hornet special that we have every year at Brownstown Speedway. And then um, the charity race at the end of the night. The prelude to the Scream. Prelude to the Scream. Yeah, for they putting uh, drivers that have never been, supposedly, but I hear Buckwheat is going to be in one. I saw that. And, I was going to bring that up. I yeah, thought it was it, someone who had never driven a see, Hornet. I did too. And you know now, you know, Buckwheat is in a late model now, but he probably has more laps in a Hornet <laughs> than half him guys put together that race every week. So I... You know, and I'm, I'm not calling foul. I just I always thought that was the I did too. So I, I yeah, I'm I'm kinda wondering about that one. You know, I think they're playing the the asterisk there that he's a late model driver now. But, but he's not gonna be in the ten B. I will say uh, <laughs> Racing Rob's asking if it's okay if an old guy flags. Of course. Yeah, Rob, I got no no issues with you whatsoever, Rob. No no issues whatsoever. It's I'm the only guy you picks on. <laughs> uh, but um, it, I kind of forgot where... Oh, but a friend of the show... <laughs> no, who's old now? <laughs> no doubt. Tell me about it. <laughs> friend of the show, Braden Watson, uh, in there. And if you yeah. haven't got to his Facebook page and checked it out, uh, their starting position depends on how much money they, they raise, raise yeah. uh, for St. Jude Children's Hospital. And, and I, I will give a shout out. It's a really, really cool idea. Yeah. Really cool. I can't believe they didn't call uh, you. I can. I can. Now, had they been there in Livingston with that officer, I think they might have called. Yeah, them. yeah. I had the Explorer see, going. I kind of wish that is the people they would get a hold of is, you know, you're, you know, I would be announcing it since it's at Brownstown, so I, I would be excluded out of that, but I people like you and i oh in the future if i got the call i would get in you guys hear that i, I would yeah you know and, and, and if we can get peeding outside of me i will i'll make it about a half a lap <laughs> before before i'm upside down hey i feel way more confident now that i drove that pace truck into turn one like i did <laughs> when, you're, when, you're the one that grabbed the oh shit bar well, I, mean, I thought, you know. well I, it wasn't even about the truck i thought turbo was gonna get into it so now that we're gonna have <laughs> staples roller and turbo out there instead of bob pearson turbo Throw. I, I wouldn't have got out because i would have been in the wrong i was in the way man <laughs> no, that, uh, I, i'd have locked the door and rolled the window up so that was he was driving i'm just over here listening to the radio but yeah i'm way more i'm ready for that phone call now yeah i i, I would love to i would love to do it like I, oh, yeah. obviously i I, I love talking a lot of trash, but um, but I would like to see. But we, you know, we can't have Ryan. He's a track champion in a Hornet. Oh, so, absolutely, you, you know, yeah. So. Uh, Two thousand nine Thunder Valley Thunder Valley track champion. Track champion. Yeah. Um, yeah, who crew for him? Um, Pure excitement did right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I broke that shirt out. We'd go down to the big track at Salem uh, Friday night to set some things up, and I decided I'd get out my two thousand nine Ryan Bowling Hornet track yeah. champion shirt uh, with Mister Pure Excitement. Um, yeah yeah uh, nathan bowling absolutely white shoes himself yep and you know it was funny there was a guy down there testing at the big track on friday night and i walked in with that shirt and you wouldn't think he could see that from the pits with me just up there on the on the press box but once he saw ryan was there he loaded it up on the trailer and went home i think he was afraid we were gonna get the jeep out there and embarrass him well i hate to tell you this man but as you're like me we're big billboards 
Mm, that's true. That's a good point. I should yeah. sell advertising. He's <laughs> like, I wore this shirt tonight because Steve Hollers made the comment last time I was at Brownstown that every shirt I have, the sleeves are cut out of. Because he's got a new shirt, and I said, I'd like to have it. And he goes, well, you cut the sleeves out of everything. So I went, I still have Steve Hollers sleeves. So there just, you go. I just want him to see that. So, Well, you people don't understand. You save all the sleeves. Yeah. You I, pack now that, them away. Now that we have to have a mask on every day, I wear my cut-off sleeves <laughs> yeah, as, exactly. my, as my neck gator. So exactly. See, I'm multi-purpose. Uh, and Mr. Steve Peden himself has now uh, uh, joined us. He said he ran that Hornet race a couple years ago at Bloomington. He has a whole new respect for the guys driving him. So, um, at least you respect somebody. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Steve, if you weren't here at the beginning, we did wish you a happy birthday. He said nothing but nice things. So, yeah. no need to rewind. No the need episode. to rewind and listen to it. It was all nice. <laughs> Happy 57th birthday, Steve Peden. So uh, wishing you all the best, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, going back to that prelude to the scream, I, I just think it's a cool idea. I think it's a cool event. I'm excited to see those guys. Also, I will say this, Saturday night for for us, exciting. Um, everybody will want to take a good look at the 3Z. Uh, the 3Z, Zach Burton, I'm gonna going to have a new wrap. Um, some pretty exciting stuff so make sure uh, cool. you check out the 3z so the unveiling will be there saturday night i've seen he had a pile of metal yeah we got new sheet metal new wrap the whole nine yards. Well, I, th- I thought i seen a header or two laid out front there oh yeah he i think he posted he if if he's got a talent at anything it's tearing shit up and yeah yeah that the picture looked like that <laughs> i think he's accurate yeah so so then uh looking ahead um obviously <laughs> man it has totally swung on you right here steve peden just said thanks dustin matt can kick rocks well that's just because you know wow he didn't hear it at the beginning you know of the what, show steve? when i said i used to stick up for him steve i really appreciate yeah, you. yeah but since he threw me on the bus steve's opinion really doesn't matter to me i didn't step on my nose on the back stretch at Terre Haute. So. i mean i did say that uh i'd only make it a half a lap with steve but that was because i figured he'd put me on my top but now i feel like i might make it a lap before i probably give him a finger or something out i won't make it out of turn four i'll have him wrecked <laughs> before we get out of there i i'd probably struggle getting in the lineup shoot <laughs> before i know how it is now that's why i bragged on his sister not him ah uh, that is true it's a good thing them girls don't drive or steve would be unemployed oh man <laughs> this is this is taking a whole 180 for us um, so no but but looking ahead you know we talked about the intercontinental classic and who's going to be in there um obviously you know the big one we're looking ahead for is the jackson mm-hmm. and you know i was thinking the other day we need to figure our throttled up weekend where we don't race friday night but we go over and see who wants to hang out with us absolutely you know, when uh, I walked in and your air conditioner was running, I thought you was getting ready for it. So. Well, <laughs> I need to be. Um, and, yes, we do. We need a Friday night at the racetrack, camping, you know, invite everybody over and have well, If we time. invited everybody that liked us, it'd just be you and I. Well, that's what I thought we were doing. That's what it was <laughs> last time. For the record, Skyler Lewis and Zach Burton supported us that night. That's true. And a guy broke out of jail to be with us. Yeah. I mean, he, just could, he just could not find us. Yeah, I didn't have the light on top of the flagpole for him. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, we do need that coming up. But 
I, I want to throw this out at you. Looking ahead to the Jackson and, and all the – and this year is obviously – and I know we say every year it's a crazy year, but this year is crazy times 10. Um, from the COVID situation to the late start to now the rain that's been hitting all over the place to, you know, Hudson's changing rides. Like there, there's a million storylines that goes into the Jackson. Who would you put up there right now to think is your, you know, one of those favorites to come in and take the Jackson? If he shows back up, I'd like to see the 11 and Josh Rice win it. I like that. I like that. You know, he usually doesn't come to the Jackson because it's a Lucas Oil race. But uh, personally, I think he was part, a big part of the show at the North South. And uh, I, I would like to see because I was impressed with him there when we had the, the 10,000 win race there, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I like to see him come back. And then Tanner English. I that's, think, that's where I know, was going to go. Tanner is, uh, he gets stronger and stronger every time he comes to Brownstown. And. And that's kind of becoming his, and I don't want this to sound like like he's not great elsewhere, but that's kind of becoming his honey hole. I mean, he is really figuring Brownstown out um, in multiple grooves. He can yes. run a multitude of ways. And, yeah, and yeah I, I love the Josh Rice pick as well, but I think right now, I mean, you always got your big names on Lucas that are going to be there, but I, I think I'd lean towards Tanner English, man. I think he's got Brownstown figured out and – I think he'll be tough. But I'd like to see him back in, in his 96 car. I don't disagree and, with that. I mean, the, that Riggs equipment, the 81 that he's running now, is, is good equipment. But, you know, I think every time Tanner has won has been in his own his own ride at Brownstown. Mm-hmm. So, All right. we'll see. So what else are we looking ahead to? Well, Fun Fest, man. Oh. And, you know, it's like the second weekend in October. I feel like we started late and we're ending early. Yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems that way. It seems like we was always in later October when the uh, Fun Fest rolled around. But Yeah, that October and, and November swing for us is going to be a little bit crazy because you got Fun Fest, which is always a blast, long weekend, um, just a ton of fun over there. Uh, we, we, you and I, I mean, different. we have different roles that weekend. You're yeah. in a, a trailer – all weekend watching yeah. everything going on the racetrack through you know video make sure everything's gone right you know me on sunday after the enduros i cannot speak for two days because all i've done is yell into a microphone for four and all i want to do is see sunshine i just yes. want to see sunshine yeah because i mean you're, you're but uh <laughs> we probably work harder that weekend than we do any other weekend of the year and we probably work harder and play harder that weekend oh yeah i, I mean I, I, i'll give you that yeah because it is it's a heck of a good time and um and and it's you know it's just a great way to culminate the season over there so that's i do like it at the end of the year because it's like there's no points you're running for everything's already been decided that way it just come out one more time race hang out with everybody from the racetrack we've touched many times that's family and uh you know and then we disappear until the banquet yeah so we, we will wrap up there and then you know, we've got the big Halloween 200 at Salem Speedway at the big track, which... I which mean, Race and Rob has raced. Absolutely. Twice. And so we're pumped to be there and get the opportunity to film that one and, and live broadcast that one. And then the big one for us, November 12th through the 14th, there at Volunteer Speedway, the Great Lake Model National Championship uh, presented by Dirt to Media. And, you know, that one, you know, twin $5,000 to win, uh, features on Friday night and a 25 lap, uh, or excuse me, 50 lap 
um, fifteen thousand dollar win feature there on Saturday. So uh, some big names have already stated they're going to be there, but some exciting stuff down there. So you know, and the good thing we're not racing up here, so yeah come on down you know people like me can get down there and see that so absolutely and we'll be having a pretty good time down there as well i'm sure <laughs> yeah i'm sure <laughs> we're, we're planning to work hard and play hard play hard uh <laughs> for sure so but oh i'm supposed to ask you about uh rob's flags there's a mark schaefer took a picture of them they are three foot by three foot they're the biggest checkered flags i've ever seen they the picture is awesome i mean you get on mark and jamie's page there uh they're pretty awesome so three yeah. foot by three foot checkered flags biggest I love checkered it. flags I've, and you know he he brings them out for the big races actually rob told me he's got a new, brand new set ordered for the jackson 100 only so wow that way your white flag is white and not cream you know so that you know they get to see a white flag well that you know you talked about that red clay there in eastern tennessee yeah their flags are kind of tainted ain't yeah they? you don't have to get a red flag you just wait long enough the white flag will end up being your red flag <laughs> because if you, if you let it hang there long enough that's what it'll become but because the, it, the, it is the flags are pretty cool rob had me try to wave them the other night and couldn't pull it off man. yeah it, it got i don't have that talent <laughs> it is though man to make it look right i you have to have some skill involved i flagged a go-kart track in my 20s you know it was one flag but when he gave me two flags i knew i was just gonna <laughs> clank them together and drop them so it was it was it was wait it was really hard and it's a good thing we got rob i agree because i couldn't do it we've talked about all the things we haven't done at the racetrack and i have I, flagged but i not, don't not want like anything that. to do with it you know i don't well, want to score i don't want to flag which you know i have flagged practice from the the tower and just turn the lights on and off and never went to the flag stand (laughs) (laughs) yellow red green now green so yeah so i have flagged from the tower so what else brother we're almost an hour already i know it's uh we about covered a lot yeah and uh i'm hoping then with us quitting a little early this year i'd like to go to some other tracks i haven't been to yeah i I agree like i said i've figured up i've been to 32 different dirt tracks so i'd like to expand that number and you 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 know picked up shady hill yeah i mean to me that was very cool because i'd never even knew that existed and but and and i we joke and and it is different you see things that are you know crazy at each one but we talked about that early in the season when i went down for that three three three-day swing with acas you know, if you've never been to Bulls Gap, to Volunteer Speedway, I know you have, but if a listener hasn't, you don't know what it's like to stand up there on, mm-hmm. you know, by the concession stand and not just realize how far down the racing surface is, but how far down town is past that. I mean, you yeah. are on a, a mountain. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. it is wild. Yeah. Um, so to, to get to experience some of those, it, it, it's cool. It's just, yes. it's a, like I said, even, um, you know mountain view raceway i've never been to a racetrack that had a sprinkler system all the way around it i mean to me that's ingenious and that was my first thought too is like going back to that eldora's got all the money in the world i mean they could could easily run that and not have a problem yeah um and maybe that's what they did that one year when it just rained in turn one maybe that wasn't even a rain cloud maybe that was just i think that was divine intervention (laughs) 
<laughs> you think? Yeah, I, I, that was odd. That I I'll never forget you text me because I was sitting here watching the live stream of it, and like on the live stream, you're like, "What the heck just happened?" Yeah, because the whole field crashes into the wall. You and, text me you're like it's just raining in turn one, which is where we always sit when we're over there. Yeah. And you're like, "It's it's just it's only raining in turn one," and I'm like, "I mean, they, they come out of four not knowing because." You know where we sit, we're starting to feel it as they're coming around and taking. We're like it's raining, and the green flag drops, and there and was no turning left. There. No, <laughs> there was no turning left. It never went down the front stretch. It never hit the other end of the racetrack. But turn one got saturated. I mean, Sat- it, it, yeah. yeah, it was it was wet. That was I mean that is probably the weirdest thing I ever seen at a racetrack. And then stopped. Yeah, and the then- sun came back out and we was normal. But that's why I'm glad the racetrack said, "Hey, we'll run heat one last." so you guys can fix this yeah, stuff that, that, because that was way out of control there and <laughs> see you buddy and um yeah you know, again that's another one where i don't think tracks or promoters get enough credit when they do things right yes. because that's another one where it's easy to be critical and say well they should have made them race they should have that was as you said divine intervention that was an act of god that yes. was something that that wasn't any other way it was so to make that call and say let's let them run last let's let them fix their stuff and don't get me wrong i know there's some drivers that it still didn't help i mean they yeah. they were done but as um, hard as they all crashed the wall you know there were spindles man oh, you yeah. know you know there were shocks man that, that not wasn't about fair. being fast again that was about beating it back out just to try and get yeah yeah that, i mean that was the only fair thing they could have done is what they did all right matt well again friday night if uh we can keep the hurricane waters away uh at thunder valley raceway um ilms is, will be down there along with um their regular show and i will say man they, they have put on some great shows down there you never know really what class it's going to be but they've had some great races that pure stock class down there is is uh tough to beat uh when you get a chance to go watch them but you guys will be down there again if you can't make it down there uh get your vip subscription to dirt to media.tv uh it's a great opportunity to have that included in your monthly subscription to get all the live racing at thunder valley included also saturday night hornet special brownstown speedway and the prelude to the scream uh charity race for st jude children's hospital after our regular show there after the regular show and i'm i'm throwing this out there again guys if you haven't yet uh support Braden watson friend of the show i mean you can pick anybody it all goes to a great great cause but uh let's see if we can get Braden up there on the pole uh in uh in that hornet and see what he can do with it this is the first time he's drove anything but a modified and that's insane to me that's just insane but you know we're there we were there the first night he got in the car (laughs) yeah ever I, you know, I would like to know from him, is he more nervous about this? Because this is this is kind of one of those deals where, like, okay, he jumped in the modified. Everybody assumes it's going to be rough to start. Yeah. Now you've won some ra- – you've won a race at Brownstown. You've won some races. You've, you, you've had some success in the modified. You can't go down to the Hornet and be trash. So is the pressure more now? I would have to think it is. This takes me back to when Marty O'Neill got in – or tried to get in Zach Burton's Hornet back when Zach was racing Hornets. <laughs> 
But then I know it's not going to be as entertaining as when Marty got in the sprint car. Uh, that's what I thought you were going with first. <laughs> yeah, when Marty drove the sprint car at, at Fun Fest. Well, that it, was entertaining. We thought it was a slalom race. He yeah. thought you had the <laughs> slalom in between the poles because <laughs> he hissed down the back stretch. Yeah. So, but no, man, uh, get out, enjoy, enjoy some local racing, support your local racetrack. Again, we're, we got everybody in our thoughts and prayers down in, uh, you know, the Gulf Coast and Texas and Louisiana, and uh, hope everybody stays safe tonight. Um, and again, the last thing I'm going to leave with is, uh, hey, shout out again, Chase Briscoe, man, picking up yes, another win there yes. in the uh, Xfinity series. And, uh, man, the dude is just, he's on fire, man. I just hope they don't move him up too I, quick. 100%. You and I have had that discussion. Uh, I don't want to see that happen either because I'm telling you, and this isn't just because he's local and, and you know, I'm a fan of his. I really believe he's one of the next waves of NASCAR in, oh, in the sense too. of being mm-hmm. – a long time top competitor this kid gets it um the right way and i yeah. i think he's going to be a guy he he's going to be your next you know chase elliott kevin Hart. he will be in that group of guys um as long as he's given the opportunity to grow i'll give you that all right guys we'll be back next week um join us right here and uh I, we don't really know who we're having studio yet so if you've got interest in coming on the show reach out to us but uh we'll be uh we'll get hooked up with somebody and uh be back next wednesday night see you guys then